Welcome to this episode of Scales Needed, everybody. That's right. We're doing it. Good. I'm glad we got all of that. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. We were recording the whole thing, the whole Sonny betraying our trust after a, after we finally you know let him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know where his loyalties lie now. I know. We gave him some space, and he was like, uh, this is bullshit. I don't want to be here anymore. Well, Sonny was finally invited to eat at the grown-ups table. I always forget spit what... spit in our faces. I always forget what Sonny's voice sounds like until... That's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> uh... Hey guys, mm. so Dubai happened this weekend. Yeah. Oh yes, this is CrossFit happening all the time now. It's gonna be exhausting for you, huh? It is. Yeah, it actually, certainly is. You actually have a real be, job to do now, year round. Yeah. It used to be like sit and wait, hurry a bunch, and then sit and wait for nine months. Yeah. It's so. no, no. It's sit, not sit and wait. Sit and speculate. That's yes. right. Uh, sit in the bottom of a squat, Ugh. hoping. That something interesting happens. That's Are you great. saying that now it's more like bottom to bottom squats? So your CrossFit media coverage experience? Yes. You're just in that ready position, just burning, just sitting in that lactic acid burn. That's just exactly constantly. what it's like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. Uh, you got to pace yourself, Armin. I was watching. You got to. You got to go at a pace you can sustain for the whole for all the intervals. You I just have, you don't come out too hot. I have no pacing. Crash yeah. and burn, dog. Yeah, crash and burn. Is the, if I make it to the games, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be so pumped. We've discussed <laughs> this before, but the worst pain ever, ever I have experienced from CrossFit is bottom to bottom. Uh, oh yeah, squat. that's the 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 it's soreness. Like just laying on the ground, my legs tied up in spasms below me because I went way too hard throughout the whole thing, and then just 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 literally, we're just like slapping at the ground, you know, like a wounded animal that was just hit by a car after the workout. I have yeah. one experience that was worse than bottom to bottom to bottom squats mm. and it was death by thrusters yeah so you know Oops. 95 65 yeah. it, and you just you do one on the first minute two on the next minute yeah. three on the third minute and just keep going until you can no longer complete the reps in yeah. that minute and what it ends up being is like sometime around round like 13 14 15 you just end up doing a set of like 30 and then still mm. failing after having done all the all of the thrusters before it (laughs) (laughs) you just like it it, there is no such thing as delayed Mm -hmm. onset muscle soreness doms doesn't occur at that point you just have pain you're just (laughs) your legs feel like you just got you know like the 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 car washes that you drive your car into and then they have the fucking things that that wash your car for you it's like that but it's it's baseball bats and it was only on your quads like the the peaks of the intense lactic burn and then the 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 muscle soreness later on are so high that they've just they've merged they've sort of they've touched in the middle so it's just one long arc it's just one long that's right and it's like a week later it's like the color of the pain may change but it will always be there and i have this here the doms is so bad that it causes a rip in the space-time continuum and goes back in time so you feel the doms while you're working out it collapses time in on itself i Mm -hmm. i would i would say that's probably true i i don't think uh i think that that was probably the last time i actually and this was like maybe six years ago that was probably the last time i did a workout that i legit was like i'm definitely gonna quit this thing Mm. like this thing is gonna kill me and i'm definitely gonna quit this thing or just bottom to bottom squats the the thrusters oh i was like i was like i'm gonna quit this workout and it was like during a class with mm. all my gym and like all my members and we were all doing it together mm. and i was like i can't i can't fucking do this because i was like i was i was like alone everyone's like you're you're doing good keep going <laughs> no i don't want it anymore this hurts so much please leave me alone mm-hmm. and that was like minute eight fuck that workout anyway Mm-hmm. What was I talking about? Dubai. Dubai. So uh, apparently, time difference between here and Dubai How so? is pretty great. 
Between it's, here and I Ohio? It's like 10 minutes. Yeah, Dubai, Where Ohio. Where is Dubai? I'm confused. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it is a 10-hour time difference. Yes, all so, the way to Africa. Uh, I mean, basically. <laughs> basically. Uh, I uh, South Africa. I have... I is. have not slept a lot in the past <laughs> few days. I actually got a, a full night's sleep last really? night. Really? Because you look great. For the first time in like four days. And, uh, mm. you know, sleep, by the way, apparently pretty important to functioning like a normal human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does help. Yeah, it does help. The overnight <laughs> aspect. As every... Too tired for transitions. Let's move well, on to the... Yeah, the, the overnight aspect of watching Dubai at like three o'clock in the morning is yeah, like yeah. pleasant in a way because yeah. it's really quiet in the house. Did you wrap yourself in a blanket while you were watching it? Most of the time, yeah. The time. I literally just like <laughs> cuddled up onto the couch <laughs> and then had it on my laptop. Nice. And just like sat there in silence because I had headphones in. Were you didn't... sipping tea? No. Did no. you have like smooth jazz on in the background or anything? Was it? What was the nighttime vibe? Of it you was watching? sexual. I Paint mean, I won't picture. lie. Paint it a was, picture. For it me. was sexual. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was pretty nice. We got a blanket. We've got a laptop. Some intimate time. Uh, Kenny G was here in person. Yes, exactly. I'm here seeing that soprano sax walking. The music video where he's walking in a uh, wife beater. There, yeah. sexy man. The hardest part of it was actually just lighting all hundred candles. Oh shit! Before I started watching, <laughs> you'd, you'd be surprised. I had zero help with that. That's what I wanted. <laughs> you'd be surprised how long it takes to light and place a hundred candles on the floor. That's the vibe I want. That's the that's the proper. If you're not watching Dubai like that, hundred candles burning, some rose petals. Yeah, just under, under just the flickering just candlelight. Single strips of cheesecloth hanging from the ceiling, just so they can kind of be blown by the wind. Yeah, yeah. seems like a fire hazard. Yeah, it's true with the candles, especially. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Katie, it's a long story, but <laughs> we don't have a house anymore, and we're down to just just sunny. Jesus. <laughs> it was very dark, but I had to do it. But it's crazy because Fakowski won, so it's totally worth but it, right? Until then, the vibes were great. Uh, did Fakowski win Dubai? I've did. really not been. He did. He did win Dubai. Spoiler alert, apparently. Someone. A, a, a I bunch posted, of people. On yeah, I posted a video with you. doing my recaps. And, uh, you know, I did my little recap for the final yeah. final day yesterday. And I, you know, I. I checked back into the comments as I as I would be doing on a regular basis anyway and a lot of the comments were like hey man spoiler alert why is your title telling us who won the event and I was like uh, uh, I was it, like that's what I do that's the job <laughs> that's the that's what I'm you're here con- for that's I'm what a, we signed up for I'm literally a conduit of information like it's I'm hard fulfilling but, my it, purpose. But here's the thing I understand what they were trying to say what they were trying to say is hey I'm not a loser who's going to be up at 3 a.m. watching this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I fully yeah. intend on watching this over the course of this day. But I wake up and I see in my in my YouTube feed, you already announced the winners. Yeah. You spoiled my day. You spoiled but, my viewing experience. Yeah. I have. I, he was like in the middle of lighting his all hundred of his candles. <laughs> <Son> <laughs> and he's like, bitch. son of a bitch! I I just lit fifty candles and you spoiled. Yeah, oh, but the pro- I get it, the problem is, is the uh, Dubai itself. They posted the the feed afterwards and the thumbnail was the podium <laughs> <laughs> so you're like are you, i mean it's gonna yeah. get spoiled bro anyways yeah yeah i mean realistically if you were planning on not being spoiled being on youtube and checking a, a fitness idea. channel is a terrible idea i mean instagram <laughs> alone just checking instagram would probably spoil it for in you. a way i guess like 
the the only situation I would say that you'd be upset about that mm-hmm. would be if you don't subscribe to the channel and mm-hmm. I got recommended to you somehow in your feed and then you just saw it pop up. Let's not give them and reasons for that, to be right. No, no, no. I for that I'm actually really pumped because that yeah. means my channel's being recommended to people. Ha ha. Acquisition. Yes. That's right. Finally, something is working. <laughs> Uh, Finally, at the twenty-five thousand subscriber mark, that's when YouTube actually acknowledges. Yeah, YouTube's that I have like, a channel. Eh, you exist. You exist. Now. I think it's go. cool that people are uh, actually like getting excited to, about about the sport outside yeah. of the games to the point where they're like, "Fuck, it's been spoiled for me!" Like they actually know what's going on because it used that's to be true. like, "Dubai happened." Yeah, I think this Who's the won? shit. Who yeah. won? The, exactly. the whole sanctionals thing is just going to grow and grow over the years and just the overall viewing experience and interest of the fans in all these other events as they get used to it. Mm-hmm. I would say so. I mean, at the very least now, it's no longer capped to whatever CrossFit is willing to spend that year, mm-hmm. right? Or whatever they can drum up in terms of like sponsorship for that year. Now there's there's sort of like this, this much greater potential for it to grow mm-hmm. into things as long as people care about it and people talk about it. Um but yes, to go back to Dubai, Fakowski won Dubai. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, Good professor. So, and his teammate, not his teammate, his fellow training partner, kind of, but not really, Roman, right? Took second, right? Uh, or did he take third? No, he took second, and then it was Pat Vell. I'm pretty sure Pat took second, and Roman was third. I don't know, I'm pretty dog. sure. Wait, is this the but Roman? I'm, I'm not sure. The, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's Roman right. Krennikov. Roman, Roman Krennikov, who's cool. becoming, quickly becoming one of my favorite crossfitters. He literally led the whole week. Weekend. Friend of the yeah, podcast. Yeah. Friend of the podcast, Roman Krennikov. A professional breakdancer, yes. Roman Krennikov. Yes. He, uh, he's just so much fun to watch, yeah, yeah. in my opinion. He's just so, so fun to watch in terms of like his competitive, yeah. like in like his vibe on the floor. Uh, and then when he finishes, he always has like cool celebrations and shit. And yeah, yeah. he slaughters a young child. Yeah, doesn't speak a, <laughs> doesn't speak a single word of English. It's fucking great. He just holds a goat above him and just tears it in yeah, half. And yes, that'll bathes in its blood. As yeah, a, they have different customs there, horn to horn. Listen, the Eastern Orthodox Church has very different customs. But that's actually very mean. true. It, it does have very different customs. That's I'm yeah, yeah. I'm intimately mm-hmm. familiar. As yeah, it yeah. turns out, Roman Krennikov is Dracula. Oh, he, dude. dude! What he if that's tra- it? He I'm thinking that is Dracula. the case. What he is from. He is Dracula. from. He is. It, he, what if he's Count Fitula? We would never know. He right. looks young. Dracula is Dracula. Do you is, mean uh, Crossfitula? Crossfitula. <laughs> uh, Hashtag trademark at Armin. Yo, Drac don't crack. That's it. It, it doesn't. That's mm. very true. Drac don't crack. The. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the one of the interesting things Chase that, approves we're fine yeah that's cool we're good uh, I got I got an approving look from him that was an approving look right I'm just gonna interpret it we'll as interpret approving however we want uh, the 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 big complaints that we hear about you know people are like well no without regionals where do I travel to compete what are these 28 sanctionals isn't near me it's like nothing is near Roman mm. he lives in the middle of fucking nowhere in Siberia mm-hmm. and he travels endless hours through a frozen tundra to, to, to on be foot. fair, I would leave <laughs> Siberia all the fucking time if it meant I had to suffer at a cross. That's actually one of the reasons yeah. why he's had a hard time getting a visa is because he travels great distances to compete and he takes his he takes his wife with him yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, what reason do you have to go back to Siberia? And he's like, 
No reason. <laughs> He's like, in a week, you can get your visa. You just have to go back to Siberia for like five minutes. He's like, fuck. I do not want. I do, I do, not, want. I do not want to be <laughs> nah, he doesn't have. Idea. He doesn't have an accent because he doesn't speak English, but yes. it's great. <laughs> so he's always Russian. He actually does. He has been learning some English. By the way, we need a Magic the Gathering card for for Count Fitula, everybody, for Cross Fitula. And we need Roman Krennikov's head. And we need like a vampire body. Like like Roman Krennikov's head on Roman Krennikov's body. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> Roman Krennikov's head on Bela Lugosi's body holding a kettlebell. That's all we need. Count Fitula. I think, yeah. We're not it, has to be, it has to be a flip card because all, all vampires function like that. So yeah. you've got the human on one side, which is just Roman. That's true. Yeah. I believe everything he's saying. I yeah, don't know probably. That. Qualify for the CrossFit Games without attending three times in a row, then flip Roman Krennikov into CrossFitula. <laughs> I, be, I, feel like, I feel like CrossFitula almost takes it too much because it just sounds like a body part, you know? It's like my like, my, ah, my, aunt, my my aunt's CrossFitula is collapsing, yeah, my, so she has to have it removed. My superior CrossFitula <laughs> is sore. I think Whereas it's, Count it, Fitula, yeah, I figure yeah. that sounds like... You know where we are with Count Fitula. You know exactly where you are. Yeah. Count Fitula almost should be a breakfast cereal. Uh, I would eat uh, Count uh, Fitula. Uh, uh, yeah. One qualification to the CrossFit Games. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. I really feel Two like Two qualifications. <laughs> we could just fill the box with Cheerios or Fruit Loops and claim that they're just little... Um, they're, well, Fruit Loops are great. We'll claim they're, they're little weight plates. They're little, 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 little weight plates. plates. That's good. Look, this green one is a 25. <laughs> Chase, go ahead. Sorry, you were saying sorry. sorry. Oh, I, I was just going to get more more in depth on what that flip side looked like. It'd be like, go on. Sacrifice one visa and kill one CrossFit Games winner. <laughs> <laughs> Destroy Target CrossFit Games winner. Um, yeah, that'd be great. Destroy Target card named Matt Fraser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Dude, why not just, you guys, I mean, I don't, I don't know anything about it, but why not make a Magic the Gathering style variation on the CrossFit Games itself where everyone has yeah. different strengths and they can draw power from the different areas uh, inside well, of the uh, <laughs> Madison Arena and all of go that, on. you know? Yeah, well, here's my excuse. Uh, I- all 16 people I don't think would be willing to pay $5 for <laughs> the booster pack. <laughs> I don't know. I feel sound off, Scaleless Nation. Do you want to see the Magic the Gathering? Or if you've never played Magic the Gathering, do you want to see a Magic the Gathering style game done about the CrossFit games created by Chase and Armin? I want to see it. I that, I would fund that Kickstarter. I was about to say that might be the least funded Kickstarter of all time. I doubt it. You, <laughs> I doubt it. I think I think you may have stumbled onto the exact the exact people. like Venn diagram no. of people who never ever would coordinate to make this happen. Every, listeners, listeners, sound off and actively disagree with Armin just just even if you're lying just to distort his sense of reality <laughs> magic players don't want it crossfitters don't want it but <laughs> yeah, it exists but it exists and, and you can pay $120 to be as uh, an ultimate funder <laughs> and get one but copy here's, but here's the question guys here's the question what I don't know how magic works so I'm just going to make shit up uh, so what athletes would draw strength from what different areas in Madison obviously the uh, Brent he would have pool stuff, water stuff. That's why he worked in Dubai. I'm sure he swam across the Yeah, he the would desert. definitely be like a snow-covered island for yes. sure. So would Vellner. Yeah, yeah. Matt Fraser's obviously fucking a mountain. He's fire. Duh. Yeah, yeah. Roman Krennikov. Well, I gonna, feel like... I'm going to have to put Krennikov as black just your, because Russians are Your bad. mana sources wouldn't be geographically based, but like modality based. So you'd have yeah. like the gymnastics <laughs> mana source and like mm. the power mana source and like the was, weightlifting uh, mana source. Yeah, I was source. keeping it straight straight uh just tied to wherever they're from <laughs> but yeah. Noah would obviously be plains he'd be white because he's a good boy <laughs> jacob hepner he's mm-hmm. white as well that's this true is, this also is the, the kind of this is the kind of cross audience hurtful. energy i'm talking about you see you're gonna get talking. killed can't be out there gaining life and helping people out 
and expect to live in a magic game. That's a good point. You can't be a support character and be the main character. Bronislav, that dude's definitely a swamp. That's definitely black. <laughs> For sure. Everybody that's it. foreign. <laughs> yeah, black. Yeah, yeah. What about Miko? Where's Miko? Oh. Well, what is Miko? Miko is he some sort a, of mythological Yeah, he's a planeswalker. Yeah, Who are the god tier entities? He's a white planeswalker. It's like Miko, Rich, Spieler. Tia, Spieler, Matt. Definitely. They would all be they'd all be planeswalkers where like mm-hmm. you you put them down and they have very very powerful abilities that you can use every every turn. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and um, this who, is this is writing. I'm itself. actually. Is, I'm kind yeah. of interested. Getting very excited. Aren't My, you? I'm getting tell. emotionally erect. Everyone around this table is physically and emotionally erect. We were physically erect before, but that has nothing to do with this. What I was saying earlier <laughs> was that Roman actually has been learning some English. Yeah, <laughs> because after some events, he'll like grab the floor mic and he'll be and he'll be like, "Thank you, my fans. I love you very much. Thank you, thank you." Yeah. And it's like, "Yes, and Roman, he, you're and the he, best." It'd be great if he just dropped something that wasn't like he thought it was a compliment, but he was like, "Thank you and fuck you, bitch. You are my favorite fans." It's <laughs> like he's like, "What did you do?" He says, "I've been watching lots of Conor McGregor." <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I I hope I hope he is able to get his visa handled for this year because he's he just uh, he should fucking be out there. He should be out there. Yeah, I agree. I am. He should have to travel that thirty seven hours from Siberia to Madison. Mm, yeah, hey, I, I agree. I think he could, uh, especially with the cut. The, is he still having problems? Is the cut situation. Yeah, it's been two years in a row, his visa has been denied. He could ruin some people's days by just like edging him out because he's like a. Oh. He definitely dominates certain events. Yeah, yeah, and, and he's, he's like, a gamer. Oh, Roman is gonna fuck that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus with the with like the format we know that the first cut at the games in 2020 is going to happen after like a few events so mm-hmm. they're basically going to do an every second counts style mm. series of events like three or four events or whatever and eat all the times are going to be added together to one time to make your score and that score is what's going to be used to cut uh, the first the first cut at the 2020 games wait that sounded very confusing what so basically, instead of doing the first cut after one event... Cliff missed this. Explain it again. Instead of doing the first cut after one event, like they did this year, in 2019, they're going to do a series of events, like three or four like classic-ish CrossFit-style mm-hmm. like couplets or triplets, yeah, yeah. and they're going to do every second count style. So okay, the scores okay. from all three of those events are going to get added together to mm. one time, and the, the, uh, that is what's going to be used to rank you. And you were saying you said you had insight as to sorry, what what type of events they they'd are? be like classic CrossFit stuff. Okay, cool, 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 interesting. As opposed okay, to so the first events last year, were the first the event last ones. year was like it was like running, rope climbs, yeah, yeah, and yeah. snatches, like that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But but they'd be aiming it, gearing it more towards like you know variation. Like think of like Helen and then Just Fran, the, the and then mixed yeah, CrossFit the traditional kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like what they did for the first few events, but yeah. imagine it being three events. Yeah. So the first cut doesn't happen after the first event. It happens after the first like day and a half of competition. And do you think that's just uh, something for this year? Or do you think that that's just a, a response to things last year and how I think, the first cuts went? Or no, I like think that? I think they. I don't know how much of a difference it's going to make. It'll probably save athletes like Tim Paulson, mm-hmm. right? So like Tim and Street, they had really bad first events in 2019, mm-hmm. and they got cut. I mean, they got cut based off of their performances, but they just had bad first events. Mm-hmm. And the stakes were just much, much higher than they ever have been for them before. Mm-hmm. So it'll save athletes like that. Like I think when you do a few events, you're you're less likely to see a recognizable name drop mm-hmm. out and get cut early on. Yeah. Um, and also just more modalities. Plus, yeah. Seeing. Plus, you get a bunch of people. You get people from like Tunisia flying out here. Mm-hmm. 
to they actually get you know, to participate and they get to yeah. participate in more than one workout yeah. they get to like do more actually than jog. do more than jog and then yeah. fail a bunch of rope climbs right or do more than jog and then fail a bunch of snatches which also just uh, and this might sound silly but even now thinking about this is even a uh, uh, even as a media professional it's like yeah it would be nice to be able to bring home some shots of you doing crossfit to tunisia instead of just here's me running where where are you you know where are the pictures that we can hang in the gym that was all i did was yeah. run that That's was all i it. got i got one picture of me running That's and failed it. a bunch of snatches yeah and failed a bunch of snatches yeah the um the the cuts are going to be uh more I don't think they're going to be less brutal, but the, at least the the early cuts are going to be more lenient um, this coming mm-hmm. CrossFit yeah. game. So after the every second counts thing, the, is that the ranking that folks go? Yeah, yeah. So okay. it's going to get scored the same. I, it gets okay. scored and you get points for it uh, the same way. I imagine. I mean, I don't exactly know how they're going to handle it. This is all stuff that I heard from Greg, like like right after the games were over. Word, word, word. So oh, it was like okay, fresh. Okay. It was like fresh on their minds. And I I don't think it was the type of thing that um they were planning on really releasing, mm-hmm. but you know, they they had they told me about it <laughs> and they're like, "You can talk about it if you want." Sweet. And I was like, "Okay. Okay, okay we'll talk about it." We'll fucking talk about it. There you go. Nice. It is what it is. Now we all know. But then again, if that idea was hatched, you know, right after the games last year, uh, you know, some time has passed. You know, a couple glasses of scotch; those details can kind of. That's get a very a good point. Can fade very quickly. Very it sounds point. like very complex. Schema. To be fair, those things, we are those a very unreliable memory. source of information. In case anyone's just joining the podcast to realize that we're wrong all the time. To be yeah. fair, uh, I think as of, I don't remember when the uh, the ten year affiliate gathering was. I can't remember when it was, but as of the ten year affiliate gathering, which happened not too long ago, a couple mm. months ago, that was still. <laughs> Was it no July or August? <laughs> no, it was not. Yeah, dog. I had just gotten back. It was, July, it, was it was September. It was oh, September. Yeah. As of oh, I was as thinking of, of games. Yeah, as of September, yeah. the ten year affiliate gathering, that was still the plan. Mm, cool, so cool, cool, cool. they definitely remembered it Nine from months that. later. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully months later. Hopefully right? now yeah. hopefully now going into the games they'll remember that. Yeah. Wow. Still planning, I guess. Either way, it doesn't matter. The point is, Roman would be really cool to see in those in those situations. Word. On the women's side, Sarah Sigmund's daughter won. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we got open, we got sanctional. We got two sanctionals in a row and mm-hmm. the open. Oh, two sanctionals. Yeah, she in won a row. filthy 150 as well. Oh, shit. Yeah, do we feel people who are attuned more to the state of her training and everyone else, do we feel that we're seeing an even fitter Sarah Sigmund's daughter? Or is she just, you know, at good competitions or what's happening? Um, I think a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. She's now coachless, mm-hmm. uh, so she she's no longer working with uh, the coach that she had last season. Mm-hmm. She is she seems much more relaxed. I think is probably a good way of describing mm-hmm. it. Like she, she seemed, was in Cookville before uh, for a brief period of time. She was spent she, a few months in Cookville. I, yeah, I training. Seeing with, a video of that a while back. That's like the last time I, I remember seeing yeah, anything yeah. about her training. So that was the last time she was coachless. Yeah, she yeah. was in Cookville for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know she was just she's she's basically free of any sort of attachments right now, so she can live wherever she wants, train wherever she wants, uh, with whoever she wants, and do whatever she's workouts she's looking party for. Party with whoever she wants, I guess. Surf with whoever my, she wants. My guess is that she's she's feeling really good about that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how well that that transition tra- uh, transitions into the games mm-hmm. specifically, because the games I think are like a different beast. Like you need to have some sort of like dedicated prep around the games but she she's a veteran you know what i mean like she knows enough to be able to figure out exactly what she needs to work on and, and how to work on it 
Um, plus, there's there's probably an infinite amount of resources that that will happily lend themselves to her yeah. if she ever wants help. So, a rogue Sigmund's daughter. She's mm-hmm. she's she's looking super fucking fit. She almost snatched a hundred kilos yeah. at filthy one fifty. Like yeah. that's Impressive. crazy. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. You're like she's, that she she looks fit. Is what you're saying that Sarah Sigmund's daughter looks like a fit person? She does look like a fit <laughs> As person. As opposed to all other previous times, she does look. She finally looks like <laughs> a fit finally person. Looks fit. <laughs> uh, yeah, she looks fit. She's behaving fitly. She is behaving fitly. Oh, let's start she's saying that all the time. Exuding please. fitness. She's exuding she, fitness. Behaving fitness fitly. is radiating from her fit core. Yeah, she's she's dripping in fit. She's dripping. <laughs> she's phrasing. <laughs> she's all. She's iced out in fitness. Uh, she's 130 pounds, soaking wet in fitness. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, Sarah's looking real good. She's looking real, real good this season. Uh did Sam Briggs take the invite though? Sam did take the invite. This is the second Dubai in a row that Sam took the invite. Uh, WT fuck. Oh yeah. wait, how how does that work out? So it it uh it backfills, it trickles down. Okay. And Sarah already has an invite via winning the open slash national champion. Gotcha. Um and also winning filthy one fifty. So she has multiple methods of, of oh, invites. Okay, and okay. the open is like the open technically is like your trump card, right? It's like your that that takes precedence. So if you have an open invite, it goes down to the next person that does not have any invites. So for example, in Filthy 150, she had she has an open invite, so it went down to Andrea Solberg, mm-hmm. who did not have an invite. At Dubai, Sarah already has an invite, so it goes down to Sam Briggs, who does not have an invite. Nice. So now Sam has her spot at the games, which is good for her to have it this early in the season because she did not have a good open and her foot has been bothering her Mm. after she hurt it during the open. So I too can go and get my CrossFit games invite with a fucking massacred foot dude at at 37. (laughs) Yeah, I thought she was. Is she 38 or 37? Something like that. Yeah, she's Sam is too fit. Sam, Sam. I mean, at this point, I'm going to need to put a picture of Sam up on on the wall as well. Yep. Like she is, she's she's definitely a, one of those things. For, what is she in magic? She's a planeswalker. She's definitely a planeswalker. <laughs> I, I think yeah. she's. Uh, I love how you both had such certainty with that answer. Like for those of you who weren't in the room, which is everyone who's listening. Like before they said planeswalker, the certainty and the knowing certainty with which they looked at each other, like planeswalker, and said it almost in unison, is kind of baffling and adorable. But <laughs> you guys go ahead, please explain. This I mean, she me. she's definitely. I mean, when she started, early Sam would have been like a straight red planeswalker, right? <laughs> fire. Obviously, she was like a firefighter as well. Yeah. But now I feel, I feel at this point, she's just a straight colorless artifact uh, planeswalker. Yeah, which is she's like Eldrazi. Yeah, she, like she's, she's no, like she's machine. She's like she's like this dangerous artifact Eldrazi, like an yeah. old god mixed with a machine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like outlived her human existence and had to be blended with fucking machine she be in here she Black would be colorless yeah she would be like she would have devastator on on as like a keyword like oh, yeah, anything yeah. that attacks her has to kill itself after attacking her <laughs> because you cannot outlast her that's a hell of a power she'd have like a she'd have like that's flavor a new text. ability that we just made that's a new she'd mechanic. have like flavor text that'd be like i am the end of all or some shit like that that's pretty uh, that's pretty fucking dark <laughs> yeah sam will outlive all of us and still be fit in at the yeah, cold yeah, death yeah. of the universe perfect she is eternal i love this i just i am enjoying i don't know sam anything. briggs the eternal i'm enjoying this so much because i'm just thinking of that one audience member out there and let us know who you are 
who this is the best podcast they've ever listened to. <laughs> Finally! Because I also have opinions about which CrossFit people would be interpreted in what way in magic. There's definitely one of you. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's really angry right now because we're getting we're it all wrong. wrong. Jacob Simpkin right now. Yeah, Simpkin's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Unacceptably wrong. Uh, mm. Yeah, so... I, w- I agree. I, I think Sam Briggs would be Sam Briggs would definitely be a fucking ridiculous planeswalker. She'd be on like Nicol Bolas level planeswalker, like like kind of hurtful to play. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll agree for now. I I think she's, oh, well, I think so, she's a great yeah. planeswalker. Has an awesome ultimate, but she has no ability to protect herself. And like mm. creatures like Nicol Glass Bolas can can protect themselves. So her thing is like I'm a fucking blow up everybody, but I might die. <laughs> But I'll still be. What am I doing it? She probably has some type of, uh, probably has some type of other text in there that says like, "When Sam Briggs leaves the battlefield, put her third from the top of your deck." Oh, that's <laughs> that's it right there. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Like, so she has like it's a, coming back. I, I guess. Yeah, Go that's good. Explain that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That means that she basically never leaves the battlefield. She's uh, always available yeah. in some way, shape, or form to play. That's that great. does sound good. I like that. Who else? Graham Holmberg. No. no. <laughs> he, he, He'd be just like a straight, like white cleric. He'd be and like he fucking two, sucks. Yeah, it'd be two planes to play, and he'd be like a two-one that gives plus one attack to. Uh, it's, it's like two. It, he's like a two-drop. You play him, and then you can sacrifice him and gain two life. <laughs> Rob uh, Orlando. <laughs> Deep pulls here, everybody. Um, oh, he's totally a nickel bolts uh, 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 planeswalker. Yeah, sure. he, he's probably going to be Grix's colorway of uh, red, blue, and black. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say is, this is good this is how old all of my, my CrossFit you, references are they're all 12 years old <laughs> so at, at Dubai the, the team competition you have in the back pocket I do <laughs> god damn it the t- he's blue he's fucking whatever uh, <laughs> I don't know why I know what they would be but I know he knows uh, intuitively he knows at Dubai the team competition was programmed by Rich Froning it was and you know who won the team competition you guys have any ideas you know who fucking Travis Williams and uh, his band of misfits that's right <laughs> That's right. The people that talk shit about That's Rich awesome. the most well, do the best at his programming. That, well, mm. uh, do the best amongst that field. Yeah. Rich did. There was a couple moments that I, I actually really liked the fact that Rich did the programming for the mm-hmm. team competition at Dubai because the programming last year for the team competition was definitely subpar. It was non-existent. Hot uh, garbage. Yeah. This year is it was significantly better. Um, there was only one workout that stood out to me as like as like completely missed the mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and mainly it was because the time cap was just completely off. It was just a relay of squat, dumbbell squat snatches, and they put like this time cap that was like five times too long. Mm. Um, but anyway, I, the, which makes me think that they changed the original workout in a way. Mm. But uh, yeah, Rich did the programming for the the team competition at Dubai, <laughs> and there were moments where you're like, yeah, you're right. So these are these are definitely like games ish workouts. Mm. These are these are workouts that he does in in the in the the barn with his team constantly. Mm. Um, he knows how painful they are. They're obviously tested with like the best athletes in the world. But there was this one workout that had it was like a classic rich workout where it was like, uh, you know, two partners working on like two different bikes to get a certain number of calories. And then it was like uh, squats, like warm squats. And you do that a bunch of times, like three rounds or something. So it ended up being like 150 warm squats. Mm-hmm. And each person was was like, you know, on the echo bike for, you know, like dozens and dozens of calories. So it's just like a quad destruction workout. Uh-huh. And every team that was finishing was finishing in like right, either they finished right under the time cap at like sixteen fifty four, or you know the team misfit they won they won it with like 
15 something or whatever it was. And he was like, yeah, you know, I mean, this is definitely one of those tougher workouts. We tried to give it a more aggressive time cap. Mm -hmm. Like we were able to do it in like 12 minutes, but, (laughs) and he just sort of like slipped that in there. And I was like, this isn't just rich programming for Dubai to like, yeah, he's just seeing how far ahead he is for, he's doing market research for how Uh much he can fuck up everybody else that might be able to compete against him. It almost seems like a conflict of interest, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, he wasn't competing in it, right? Yeah, yeah, Either yeah, way, yeah. he's probably like, "God damn it, we have to redo that and get sub ten now." What's like going into like the U.S. Open and like Kyle Dakes trying to qualify for the world team in wrestling, and they're like, "And the brackets will be set by Jordan Burroughs." <laughs> it's like, fuck? wait a minute, hold on a second. I don't like this at all. Jordan's like, "I'm on the opposite side of Kyle exactly. Dake," and he'll just have to run through a bunch of hammers in rounds one, two, and three. It'll be fine. Yeah, cool wrestling we are on the same wavelength yeah. he gets it that's pretty cool <laughs> so we could do a whole we could do a whole set that's just wrestlers too i could probably yes. knock that out yes yeah that's easy what's jordan burroughs he's magic? fucking white dog he's definitely white that i guy disagree talks about in God reality. All, he's like a white red mix i disagree <laughs> in reality <laughs> And then Kyle Dake. How is Kyle Dake different? Keep in mind, he's into a bunch of new age stuff now. He walks around barefoot. He like sleeps under a red lamp. He like has a copper wire grounding his bed to the soil outside. Kyle was always Weird interesting, shit. man. He's like probably the most dominant college wrestler we've ever seen. Yeah, four different weight classes. And he wasn't always particularly nice. So I feel like he's definitely like a Nicol Bolas character. <laughs> so he's like probably black, red, and uh So Jordan Burroughs is white maybe. and Kyle Dake is black. Is this what we're saying? Black and red. Interesting. Good versus evil. Oh, man, I want to know what these colors mean now. Not much. Okay. Sick. Not much. (laughs) I mean everything. God damn it, Armin. Uh, Fitness. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, fucking Travis and Roy. Well, Roy's already got his uh, array. (laughs) Roy. I call him Roy. It is Roy. Is it Roy? I thought it was Ray Gamboa. No, it's Roy. Oh, shit. It's Rogelio. Anyways, um, he's already qualified through the Open. That's right. But But, so is Rich. But isn't he going team? He's going team. Okay. So they got their invite. Yeah. Before anybody else. Uh, yeah, yeah. They got their spot because of Dubai. That's so they're awesome. good to go. Um, and, you know, I mean, that that's going to open up some interesting possibilities. Like the fact that mm-hmm. um, the fact that Fikowski is only a few spots out of the line on the open mm-hmm. worldwide leaderboard. And there's at least a few people uh, above the line who are going to go team mm-hmm. means that there's a good chance that Fikowski gets the spot, gets like a through spot the open. through the open. And that won't be realized until early to mid January. Mm-hmm. And in that case, his invite goes all the way down to ninth at Dubai to uh, Tola Morikino. Oh, shit. Yeah, so but Tola, it, isn't he probably going team two with Invictus Boston again? If he gets an individual invite, I don't think he's going to go team. Hmm. Like I, he was he was trying pretty fucking hard to get a spot in Dubai. He's, he put himself in a really good position. Hmm. He's um, a super impressive athlete. Man. God, he's a stud. He's like what's his name again? Tola Morikino. He has the. He has like the heaviest snatch and the heaviest clean and jerk on record at an official competition. Wow. Mm-hmm. And small guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the crazy part. Remember when grid was a thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And grid had like specialists. Yeah, yeah. He was a gymnastics specialist. Wow. Really? So he was Holy their gymnastics shit. specialist. So I was right. That's yeah. trippy. I'm yeah. just really good. He's that definitely way. not a small guy, but he's definitely like he's he's shockingly good yeah. at, at gymnastics and shockingly good at weightlifting. Well, that's um, a pretty good combination. It's right a pretty there. fucking good combination. I feel, I feel like I've mentioned this a couple on the years pod. ago. It would have been a really good combination. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've definitely mentioned this on the pod at some point, but I wrestled Tola in college. Oh. And I was in my, my first senior year. I redshirted. Um, I was in my first senior year when I wrestled him the first time, I believe. 
and uh, homie was like maybe a freshman or a sophomore, something for mm-hmm. this this really shitty school called West Virginia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> and like every year, Let every year know. they were. Let them know. They know. Every year they are marred with like uh, just like having to replace their whole coaching staff, uh, like completely bring in like a whole new like recruiting class because everybody came in and was like, this is fucking miserable. Like I'm going to leave. I know we're not going to be invited to do a podcast, West Virginia Tech. <laughs> but, uh, but Tola was like their newest 197. And I remember the week leading up to the competition, my heavyweight had does research nonstop on their competitors. And he's showing me videos of Tola shot like shittily on phone on YouTube mm-hmm. of him like overhead squatting 315 and like putting up 300 pounds over his head. And I'm like, I how this is Photoshop. There's no way this is fucking real. <laughs> and then we get to weigh-ins and like, you know, like I look mar- pretty much how I do now. And this dude weighs in and he's just jacked. And I was just like, oh, fuck, this is not going to be a fun night. Like, I was like, I'm going to have to wrestle this dude in front of our home crowd. It's homecoming. It's my senior year kind of ish. I'm supposed to fuck everybody up. And I just remember thinking like, I'm going to get fucked up by this dude. But uh, how did it go? He's not good at wrestling. <laughs> All right. Like, did you win? Yeah, yeah, I won. Oh, okay. But he was definitely like the aggressor. I was yeah. just like, the story took a positive turn. That I was, was waiting unexpected. for him to get tired. Vision I, quest. I, I spent the whole time waiting for him to get tired. I was like, are you fucking done? Like, are you going to stop playing football with me? Um, but yeah, man, that's the that's the only match I remember winning in college where my coaches like sidestep me afterwards to talk to me to be like. Yeah, we need to recruit that guy. Like, if we could teach him how to wrestle, he's going to be like a fucking national champ. And I was just like, I'm Yo, right I'm here. I won. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, in Why sense, are you booing me? I'm right. Uh, it's like, and in a sense, it's almost like he beat himself more than Josh beat him. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. It's like he made so many mistakes that, I mean, really any idiot could have won that match. Yeah, <laughs> Chase wins it like, God damn it, Chase, why would you do that to him? Dude. He doesn't even know what he's doing. Chase, you're just, you're, you're blows to his confidence that when he takes your spot, we're really going to have to do a lot of he, work to build it back up. He so. was super fucking explosive, man. Like, he would do that shit where, like, he'd, like, kind of lock up with you, then back up, and then he would, like, drop to the ground, spin, and then do his shot. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, why you're using so much energy? Stop <laughs> it! Just come over and outpower me. Like, I'm obviously weaker than you. <laughs> Throw me, you fucking idiot! I'm extremely <laughs> vulnerable, but so but, long uh, as he doesn't know this, we're yeah, good. it's like it's a cool little side story. And every time I see him compete, I'm like, what did I do wrong that I'm not there as well? <laughs> I beat you. I should be better at CrossFit than you, but that's not you how made it the works. mistake of being talented at wrestling and therefore you didn't spend as much time in the gym i mean as good as he is he must have literally stepped off that mat and been like wrestling's not for me i'm going to do crossfit because that's (laughs) it seems like that's his history in the sport he started the second that he lost to me so in a way i started tolo's crossfit career congratulations chase you're welcome tolo you got to take you got to take credit where credit's due rematch yeah he was always nice he was like yeah how'd the rematch go rematch rematch on the channel we we never wrestled again we didn't we didn't run into each other i said like the first time we wrestled but uh i never ran ran into him again i think he might have dropped down to 84 if if i'm not mistaken or he just quit and went straight to crossfit no idea 
Listen, if we can get him here for for fitness related reasons, I could get I could get us a, a real wrestling referee. I know people. I'm I not could fucking get, wrestling that guy now. We should, we should, no, no, we could. <laughs> he we would should, ruin me. I know people who own uh, wrestling mats. I could get Bader there to call the match. Mark Bader would be great. Come on, let's we make can, it happen. For we can channel. stream it. Yeah. We know some companies that would stream because now yeah. it looks like his endurance has is. There to match Slightly his talent. Now. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. I don't think he's going to tire but, out. That's but for Chase's sure. wrestling has just kept, you know, going up. Yeah. What people cause... don't know is that Chase has Chase has still wrestled fifteen hours a week every week mm-hmm. since he left college. So he's he's yep. fucking ready to go at any that's, time. He puts those hours false. in. It's actually how he stays healthy. You know, some people swim for active recovery. Chase swims through yeah, the yeah. bodies of his opponents. I, I tried to wrestle. <laughs> I tried to wrestle and show Orion like three things one afternoon for like thirty minutes, and I paid for it for like three days because uh, I have like a slightly herniated disc in my C six C seven, and it flared up instantly. I couldn't feel my fingertips for the next three days, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Damn it, this, Orion! This sport's stupid. <laughs> So you weren't prepared for the unknown and the unknowable is what you're saying. I mean, I lived. <laughs> you survived. It's known and knowable, and he still did it. That was yeah. That's the issue. That's yeah, the issue. No. Um, yeah, so so Dubai's over with. There is no longer... There's no more sanctionals for the rest of the year. Oh, shit. That was the last sanctional of this decade. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. It was you're the welcome. last sanctional of this decade. It's like, look at CrossFit, bro. 10-year challenge. <laughs> Ten years ago, <laughs> literally, you should came full circle. You should, uh, you right should back do it. where we were. Ten years ago, ten you motherfuckers retro- were doing sanctionals. Uh, so I'm sorry, sectionals. Sectionals. You should do a ten year retrospective. Sectionals to sanctionals. That's right. There you go. I predict that this will be the best games since 2010, when Rich fell. Mm-hmm. Right? Correct. That was 2010, 2010. Still the most exciting games. I predict 2020. That was that was equally Grant exciting. Year. We wow, we really have had ten CrossFit games since since the Graham Holmberg ten Rich ten, li- ten that have been live streamed. Yeah, yes, that, that was the first Rich, year they streamed it. The last time Rich wasn't on the podium at the mm. CrossFit Games was two thousand nine. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's fucking crazy. Same, 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 <laughs> same bro. Uh, yeah, well, the last time I wasn't at the CrossFit Games was two thousand eight. Wow, so. Yeah, yeah, suck it. It means you have a better, uh, more CrossFit knowledge than Rich Froning because you've been there one more year. Yes, that is the metric that I'm going to use, uh-huh. and that is uh, indisputable law <laughs> that we cannot dispute. You're clearly an upperclassman. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah the, there's Talk no more up. sanctionals for this decade. Mm-hmm. We're gonna kick off the 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 twenties, the roaring twenties, mm-hmm. with Rich's sanctional actually, and mayhem. The main uh, classic, the main main classic, main invitation. It's like mid January. Oh, okay, cool. I forget. Yeah, I wasn't uh, real sure how that one worked. There is no team competition on that one. It's all no, independent. It's all individual. Independent. Individual. Where is it held? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> huh? Ohio. <laughs> now it's uh, Dubai. It is in du- It's also in Dubai. Yeah. Uh, no, it's gonna be in Cookville. Sweet. It's gonna be at Mayhem, mm-hmm. and I'll be there. Be cool. Sweet. Yeah, that's gonna be a lot of awesome. fun. Shoot a propane can with a rifle, please. Oh, all right. Sure. I mean, I've seen him do now it. Now that you brought that it up, fun. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I think I think I would like to do that, actually. Yeah. You haven't seen that old video where he I, talks I, about doing I've that? certainly seen that video. Yeah, it's him right. and Dan Bailey. It's snowing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good video. Yeah. Broke uh, back they also, they also play baseball with, like, the flaming cans. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember. I remember. Something like that. It was, like flaming can- it was cans, for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Um, 
yeah so so i'll be out there that's basically what the next like few weeks looks like sweet it's like christmas time new year's time downtime and then right back into right back on the grind bro i'm right back on that grind bro <laughs> so it's gonna be exciting we don't nice. quit we don't we, we don't, don't quit. quit that's very true Chop we do wood, not quit carry uh, water. neither myself nor craig ritchie quit we do not quit <laughs> oh i'm sorry is that a great can you quit thing? something that no one knows that you're doing ah <laughs> 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 oh, boo Hash. boo this boo this man, <laughs> boo, this man. <laughs> boo this man uh yeah your Hash. boos mean nothing to me i've seen <laughs> what you cheer for <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of that uh did you guys all get to see Rick and Morty this week? Oh, you yes. slut. Oh, yeah. You dragon yes. slut. Yes, that was very, 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 very good. Uh, it was a good episode. It wasn't my favorite episode. I the dragon episode. episode a lot. Though. It wasn't my you, favorite episode. So you and uh, also one of our top listeners, Enrique, um, had me... Yeah, yeah, Enrique Iglesias. Um, had me ready to just completely like not like this episode the way you guys like pitched it to me you're just like i'll let i'll let you guys i'll let you judge it once you see it chase so i was expecting it just to completely suck but god damn it i got rick listening to <laughs> fucking future while flying on a dragon yeah, fucked yeah, up yeah, on yeah. drugs it was yeah, incredible percocet percocet molly and percocet look closer what do you see oh it's signed a Molly Percocet. <laughs> <laughs> How do you sign something in Molly Percocet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, listen, it wasn't. It just wasn't my favorite episode. It was fine. Uh, it was fine. better. It was better than the week before, in yeah. my opinion. Uh, mm. The point at which the old dragon with the staff comes out of his masturbation <laughs> That was really good. Cave. Oh yeah, the masturbation. Out of, that, out I of lost his my cocoon shit. Come cocoon. That's the point. I I think that's, that's one of the best episodes. That I mean, really, I was enjoying the whole episode. I really just dug the fun of the dragon shit. But that moment when all the different weird sex dragon cults came out, which which ends with the old man emerging from his cum cocoon. <laughs> I uh, I was I lost my breath uh, laughing. Yeah, so I, I that, mean I, I think the toilet episode was better than this. No episode, way, personally. really? Because yeah. that one I would see. I again really enjoyed it, but that one did not hit me in any way on the level that. Uh, and I think it also has to do with the fact that I just don't relate to poop shyness at all. That's just one out of all of my eccentricities. I have you no, don't have that one. Just zero. Like I've never had an issue. Wherever it is, I'm in a mall. I'm at the office. I can just go wherever. It's, it's fine. Cabrano. And the other guys are like, I have to do. I have to drive home to be in my. I don't. I just can't relate to that. So yeah, I just. I don't. Fair it enough. Doesn't connect too with much. Me. Well, where you do make relate it. to sex dragons. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess I do. I do. I do. I do relate <laughs> to emerging from a cum cocoon. I did that to come to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I did like. I did like uh, the magic. <laughs> Everyone's laughing because they know it has possesses more truth <laughs> than absurdity. I did like the uh, I did like the magic. Like he builds like a magic machine, and he's like, "It doesn't matter. You can fucking do whatever you want. It's magic." <laughs> fucking summer. There are no rules. Yeah. What, <laughs> oh, shoot it with your shoot it with your shoot feet. Yeah. That was really fucking funny. That was really fucking like Summers. Summers like one hundred percent bought into just the bullshit of magic. Uh, it's so fucking good. Yeah. God damn it, Summer. Speaking of which, by the way, uh, one thing that we've been doing on Disney Plus is uh, Cliff and I watched some old Treehouse of Horrors. You know, old Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors from mm-hmm. the mid nineties, which a-, a are just you forget how like every joke in those has become like a classic. Whatever. It's just a it's really, really, really good, but. It occurred to me that uh, there's one episode of Treehouse of Horror that I realized subconsciously 
probably is informing much of what Rick and Morty is, and it's the Time Toaster episode. It's like in the mid-90s. It's when Homer... It's a Treehouse of Horror, which always they would introduce really fantastic stuff for these little shorts, one-off shorts. Homer fixes a toaster. It becomes a Time Toaster, so when he presses the toaster down, it zaps him back in time, and the whole idea is he goes back to the dinosaur times, and every time he changes something, like he accidentally steps on a bug or whatever, he comes back to a slightly altered version of the Simpsons household with everyone sitting around the table but different. And then once it starts doing iterations after iteration, it was like, it's it's the Simpsons, but they have lizard tongues. It's the Simpsons, but they're rich. It's the Simpsons, but that. You're like, oh, this is where Rick and Morty comes from. It's just the Simpsons alternate universe gag in this treehouse of horror just now played out across the breadth of, you know, an entire series. But it was just crazy how much that episode of Treehouse of Horror felt exactly like episode, I think it was one of this season, where it's just another episode where Rick is just going through version after version after version. So it's really funny. I would go back and watch that. I think it's like Treehouse of Horror number five or six. Um, and it's in there. It's the time toaster thing. Wikipedia will tell you. But watch it now, and it's kind of crazy how much it feels like Rick and Morty. Shit. So, yeah. I, I, I love a good referential subject right you look back and see where someone saw the inspiration mm-hmm. for what they're up to um yeah. yeah it's probably worth checking out and it's also Time just toaster. really fucking funny mm-hmm. you guys watch the latest mandalorian yes uh no okay. fucking rude i've seen um episode five i haven't seen episode six no. one spoiler to make you encourage you to watch it bill burr yeah oh yeah this yeah. is oh so this is the episode that bill burr's in yeah, okay yes, cool yes, yes, all right yes, yes. bill burr's great I'll, I'll watch it this this morning or something i don't know i'll watch it at some point katie's parents are coming into town so i'm not sure there might be a quiet moment that i can sneak away and watch watch they, it with them it's great are they staying through the holidays or there's uh they're here for like a few days gotcha yeah, they're here for a few days yeah, it'll be fun sweet um but yeah i'll i'll definitely catch up to it but we haven't talked about episode five where the he meets the young bounty hunter on Tatooine. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. See that one. It was interesting because I was initially. Um, it's been a while. I haven't thought of that episode very much since then. Uh, so I might get some details wrong, but I remember I was initially getting a little bit uh, tired with that main character where they were taking him until he had his little Breaking Bad Jesse Plemons turn and he shoots the uh, spoilers I guess uh, <laughs> shoots the lady and I was like oh this is more interesting than I thought yeah. thank god uh, because and I think that, that was it felt very much like that same uh, turn in that one Breaking Bad episode well anyway I just, I just dug that part and it suddenly it was the kind of thing where I was like it's like come on Mandalorian what you doing here it's like, I'm why, to catch why are, yeah, why are you just trying to fucking help every Tom, Dick, and Harry? Yeah, out yeah. Here? And yeah. then all of a sudden, when there's a little dark twist, I enjoyed yeah. that. It did feel like it advanced our under it, it advanced our understanding of the Mandalorian character the least, I think, yeah, of yeah. the other episodes. Because even these we're getting into the phase of, you know, one off mm-hmm. adventure episodes that are more or less isolated from each other. But you know, in the previous one, you got a little bit of insight into the whole Mandalorian mythology. He can't mm-hmm. take off his helmet and all that. Mm-hmm. In the next one, you find out a little bit more about him. But in this one, felt you know, it felt we found out the least. Oh, but this was the isolated. one though. But this was the one that had. Uh, so I'm trying. I'm starting to confuse the last two episodes and merge them together. In oh my God! Brain. Please but, don't spoil uh, some shit. I, I won't. I won't. But this is the one that has Amy Sedaris in it as the yeah. uh, thing, and I thought that she was really fucking good. Oh yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah that, was, whole, that was that was great. To see especially her. when they, I love that they put up the concept art. 
art at the end. Like they mm-hmm. put up the concept art and they put up the art of like the Mandalorian landing and you see the concept art of like a twisted kind of alien old crone that was there. And I think it's just so much more interesting that they have like this very, very, again, very grounded, real, like feels almost like the woman you might see if you showed up to a rural uh, auto repair shop yeah. and she works there. And that just had it, it just again grounded in a really cool and plus it's just fun to see Amy Sedaris in anything because she's no really droids. funny. Yes, no droids, that whole thing. Which was pretty dope. And that also was the one where they visited the Moss Isley Cantina. Oh, right. yes. Well, yes. So, which was really cool. And I, if I think of anything, if anything, they they go into this, this, this really cool iconography that's very, 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 very loaded from the first thing. And it puts a lot of potential energy onto that, uh, onto that new character, whatever he's the new guy, whoever he is. And I just wish I liked the actor who played that more. He had more charisma or, or something. I don't know what it he was. Did, but he did just, feel a little flat. He just felt flat to me, especially when it's been thus far a series of, you know, your Nick Nolte's and your, again, Amy Sedaris's and all these big, and Carl Weathers and these people who are just these big, big, big screen presences who just sort of take over when you point a camera at them. They're movie stars. They're big presences. And then it was just sort of, he, the guy, maybe he's on some show I don't watch where he's really good. I have no idea who he is, but he just felt a little Gennaro to me. And that's the one thing in this episode was I wish that he was just, it was better cat. I don't know. Maybe he's Old good Gennaro. in a different way. But uh, but that's what I wanted out of that. Episode. Robert Gennaro. Yeah. Gene Gennaro's younger brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I'll watch the new episode. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll keep watching this show. Fuck. Still, I still like it. How it's still a good you? show. How dare you? I'll, I'll, I will continue along with this journey. This is the way. By the way, this has been the week, I think, finally, where I, I feel like some some decision was made at a high level where... Uh, in Disney where they said, you know, we need even the people who like Mandalorian and don't like Last Jedi to have a reason to show up to this last uh, to this last Star Wars movie. So you see all these internal people within the new Star Wars thing, like J.J. Abrams was critical of Last Jedi, then John Boyega was critical of Last Jedi. A bunch of people were critical. That was the name of the second one, right? It was Last Jedi. I'm yes. not sounding like an no, idiot no, you're right, right now. You're right. Good, okay. And I feel like some high-level decision was made that, like, listen, we have to make people... F- we have to let the people who think that want this to be a reaction against The Last Jedi to feel like this is like theirs, too. Like it actually too. is. <laughs> like yeah. it's theirs, too. So let that let that get out there, because Mandalorian's super popular right now, and it's starting a big discourse about how much better this show is than the last movies, and we gotta, we gotta ride that wave. So suddenly, yeah. all this positivity around Last Jedi from last year, all, all of a sudden, we have, why is J.J. Abrams suddenly being critical of the film? Why is John Boyega suddenly saying that some of the decisions were iffy? And it's like, why would, it's like, the they, like, again... Disney could have them killed if they wanted, right. and they know that. So because but, a marketing professional somewhere said, "You know yeah. what we need to do? We need <clears> to <throat> manufacture some fucking." Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting, and, waiting for the sponsored blog posts that are like eight reasons why if you watch the Mandalorian, you need to see the new Star Wars. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow, that's, like, actually, that's that is very good point. Actually, yeah. that is very good. Point. Six things to look out for if you're going to watch the new Star Wars and you like Mandalorian. You're oh, like, no. God damn it! Oh, oh, so you're 100 percent right because there will be listicles. Ah. It's like like six Rise of Skywalker Easter eggs in the Mandalorian. Six Mandalorian Easter eggs in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> that's Disney. I will I will put together those articles. Yes, and my rate low, is low very price. very cheap. Yes, it's like it's like Chase says. I am a marketing professional. I make I've made listicles for a living in the past. I'll do it again for the right price. <laughs> I will whore my Sixteen dollars. Sixteen dollars of Disney bucks. Yeah, just pay me in Disney bucks. Only spendable at Disneyland. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm telling you, box office 
improved by at least $500 million if you just put the Mandalorian finale at the end in front in front of oh, in front they're not they're not going for minutes watch just ticket sales just I mean they don't they don't fr- no the, the it's I'll all tell about you, subs it's not about the, engagement the the Mandalorian Love is it. going to improve uh I'm sorry Rise of Skywalker is going to improve on Last Jedi's uh box office because Disney is just going to buy all the tickets like they did for mm-hmm. you know all the other movies that they've been releasing recently, just mm-hmm. to make sure that there's some sort of a record for, for you is know, that real? Oh, 100 percent. I didn't know that was real. It's it's as real as, as real. <clears throat> it's a it great is, card name. It is as real mm-hmm. as as real abyss. The story <laughs> of John Boyega losing the script is fake. Like that's as fake yeah. as it is real that Disney buys tickets. John to Boyega own. lost the script, the script. to what? Did you not hear this no. story that was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I heard out. that also I've fake so story. It's yeah. like this 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 crazy wacky story popped up uh, direct from JJ Abrams uh, where he went on like Good Morning America or something and was mm. talking about how the uh, one of the actors lost the script, one of the very few hard copy scripts of Rise mm-hmm. of Skywalker and it was found by a maid at their hotel room who then gave it to a friend of theirs who then tried to sell it on eBay. And uh, <laughs> Disney was able to get their hands back on it and no one was fired or sued or the details of the script were never leaked uh, through that entire experience. I, 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 that almost that almost sounds real. I'm, I'm, I'm having That's, trouble seeing the angle do you beyond, out just, for? beyond just having an article out if, there. If you're that maid's friend who ended up with the script, how much money do you settle with before you give it up hmm. and agree never to talk about well, it? Well, if it actually ever did happen... You know, once Disney's secret police show you they photos, would be yeah. once they show you photos of your children tied yeah. up and like, you know, with people with like no. uh, batteries, they're, 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 they're tied up with little with black bags on, but little mouse ears from Disneyland stuck <laughs> right. on top of the black bags. That's right. That, that's what keeps having a good on. time. There's like a there's someone with a plastic uh, uh, <laughs> lightsaber and also a knife standing next to him. They're like, which one do you want him to get? Are you going to give us the script or not? Yeah. Uh, that's that's exactly how it went down. Yep, allegedly. That's also what happens, you know, if you uh, break the rules at Disneyland. I don't allegedly, know. There's nothing you can do. That's yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's it's uh yeah. They're just gonna they're, listen. Rise of Skywalker is gonna be the most critically acclaimed and uh, successful Star Wars movie of all time. Because I mean, it's let's not. You can it's buy going to make a lot of money, and I want it to be good. I hope it is very, very good, and I want. Oh, it. I don't want it to be good. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna That's look like such a hypocrite. I'm not ready for fucking it. Fucking uh, parading around about how great it is. I'm not ready for it to be. I, I mean, I, I will admit it. If it is good, I would admit that I'm wrong. Yeah, and surprised. But. No, but it would be great if it were good because then it's like at some point. Here's the thing: at some point, we're going to spend probably two and a half hours in the theater, and I promise you. Five minutes into that experience, you're gonna want that movie to be good because that's a good point. It's going to feel very, very long if it's not. That is a good and point. And like again, you know, whatever. But like, especially when you're five minutes into a movie, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's just it's a long, tedious experience. So I hope that it is really fucking good because I want a good time at the movies. If it's good, I'll see it fucking twice. Holy uh, you know, shit! I'll, I'll see it three times. I haven't know? even gotten tickets yet. You know, um, it comes out literally this week. Does it hmm. come out this week? Mm-hmm. Right? Oh shit! It comes yeah. out. It comes out in less than five days. Yeah, it comes out in less than five days. Come on, Disney! I should know that. <laughs> That's my point. Yeah, That's yeah. my point exactly. We're bad Disney shills. So I guess the real question is: Are we going to go watch the new Star Wars movie in theaters? Because my gut tells me I should boycott it because of how <laughs> no, bad the last no, Jedi no, was. No, 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 no. Yeah, but what does no. your definitely go see it? Because here's well, the thing: you. 
As bad, we are lucky in that we live in Austin, Texas, and we have awesome movie theaters that are full, uh, the Alamo Drafthouse and others as well, um, that are full of really cool fans who are really, really excited. And here's the fun part. Even if the movie, regardless if the movie's good, bad, or whatever, a bun- being in a big theater full of a bunch of happy people who are feeling very, very positive about a thing is good vibes. It's like having a little, it's like a little wedding. It's like a lot of positive vibes all at the same time. So it's like regardless of whether or not you know you think you're going to enjoy this or enjoy Last Jedi go to a movie theater enjoy those positive vibes soak them in and hope that the movie's good because after this weekend and the next then it's just going to be a fucking two hour piece of media that will exist on mm-hmm. iTunes forever And but this weekend it could be an actual mm-hmm. experience I'm going to make a counter argument that uh, is uh, still makes you go see it Armin if you want it to be bad and I'm actually more inclined on the Armin side part of the schadenfreude in me wants it to be bad Thank you. you're not going to know it's bad just by watching it on your own you're going to know it's bad by being in a theater full of people and feeling the vibes feeling the uh, feeling the, feeling the living zeitgeist going on in the theater yeah. you will only you'll only realize fully Vibin. experience its badness if you experience it with an audience who's yeah. getting increasingly uncomfortable or restless or anything like that yeah. a film a film absolutely works or doesn't work when it's in a giant room full of people when you're watching it at home and i think more and more people are doing that then they can just make up whatever shit they want which i think is a part of what's affecting a lot of the bloggy film criticism now is that people are watching fucking vimeo links and they're watching screeners at home and they can pretend that they had an emotional experience during a movie rather than seeing it again which is what's nice about film festivals you see it with an audience full of people or going to the movies you see it with an audience full of people and you can feel when jokes aren't landing and you can feel when drama's not working but at the same time it's undeniable when it is working so I guess the the second part of that question is so I'm assuming we're all going to watch it together if possible Mm -hmm. this weekend and that means that we're going to spend Several hours on Sunday. Is it even possible for us to see it at this point? Maybe it not. might not be possible for yeah, us all to get four seats next to each other. It's not possible for me to see it because I will be in another state. Oh. Okay. oh, yeah. Chase is going to West Virginia. What oh, up? Yeah. Country roads. Just to go vandalize the West Virginia Tech Take campus. <laughs> what was yeah. it again? Yeah, WV Tech. WV I'm not Tech. going anywhere near there. To That's Star the Wars, <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. I think he made, he made a statement right there. He's like, I'm not going anywhere fucking near West Virginia Tech. He made his statement. Well, now that you've made these public statements against it, there'll be folks with shotguns sitting on those asphalt roads I, waiting for you. I feel waiting like the for you entire to state of West Virginia, Virginia feels the same. Yeah. I bet the you only people that tickets, go, but either way, have yeah. been tricked into going. I, I'm down as fuck if we want to. We should try and, try and definitely uh, watch it be together available. if we can. And if we can't watch it together, then we're just going to have to get together on Sunday you and talk about it. the 28th and, and go? I'm going to be gone. It's fucking whack. That's actually a good point. We actually should prioritize getting tickets just so that we can do the podcast where we all talk about it, yada, yada, yada. So. Yep. yep. Every yep. year I've missed That's our reason. Star Wars episode. Just FYI, I miss the Star Wars episode every year. Because they're always at Christmas, I guess. Right? They're always, always at Christmas. It's always at Christmas and, and, I watch and you're it. always going home. And it's just Armin being a sad boy every time. That's right. Hey, man. I fucking love Star Wars. And they punched me in the gut. Well, that's what's been nice about Mandalorian is it was funny because I said to my, my, my buddy Paul Gandersman, who is a, a big, um, he, you know, he loves Last Jedi, loves all the new movies, just super Star Warsy, positive on all the shit. But it was funny just watching the first few episodes of The Mandalorian. I was like, I do like Star Wars. <laughs> it was like, it was like someone discovering that they like sex again. It's like, oh, I've been alone on my so for so long. I didn't. Then I and then I bloomed like a flower. For the Mandalorian, under his touch, yes, <laughs> under his touch, under the Mandalorian's touch, I bloomed, and it was, uh, it was like that. Uh, it was like the scene in uh, Something's Got to Give, where Diane Keaton 
She's a 60-year-old woman. She hasn't been dating in years. She right. lives. She she wears turtlenecks. And then Jack Nicholson opens her up sexually. Uh, they're both in their 60s. Um, That's actually <laughs> and, how I feel about Star and, Wars yes. as well. I'm, and she just discovers... And then she throws herself back and she goes, I do like sex again. And that's how I feel about The Mandalorian. Yeah. It was like, oh, right. I do like Star Wars. It was just shitty Star Wars that I just wasn't into for a long I've time. I've always thought like the best comparison for a children's movie about space cowboys is... A sexless sixty-year-old Diane Keaton. <laughs> yes, that's that's the closest yes. analogous I, example I can a, come up with. A, a yes, a kind of matronly uh, spinster, wealthy Diane Keaton who yeah. lives in the Hamptons, directed by Nancy Myers, is where my Star Wars fandom was, and now it's like <laughs> living out loud. It's like Stella got her groove back. That's where we are. <laughs> All right, fuck. Eat, so, pray, love. I guess. <laughs> What's where? Are you where are you, Bernadette? <laughs> What's that movie called? I have no idea. Richard Linklater just did? No idea. What's going on, Bernadette? You know those movies where the lady like is like, I'm going to quit my job and travel. That's where my Star Wars. Yeah, it's funny you should say that because we watched Eat, Pray, Love and then like within the next (laughs) week, Katie was like, man, I think think, like the next time I change jobs, like between jobs, I think I'm going to travel for a little bit. Uh, on my own i was like i'm sorry what and she's like yeah i, I kind of want to go <laughs> just you guys just you guys just, just she just walked in and flipped me off and walked away so but this is 100 percent fact by the way she cannot deny this fact she legit was like, like yeah i want to go to i want to go to like italy and then I, maybe even like Bali, and I was like, "This is just eat, pray, love." You just <laughs> you just want to do the eat, pray, love thing. What? Yes, and I want to and meet I want to meet a handsome man who doesn't quite speak English. Handsome, and works with his hands. A handsome Brazilian <laughs> millionaire businessman who can work from anywhere around the world, but specifically Bali. Yes, I just decided that I would take time off away from all of those things so I could be here and 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 make my chairs. <laughs> and make chairs out of wood. He's just sanding shit constantly. He's always wearing an apron. <laughs> And she goes, she goes, yeah, but I mean, oh, you can come for part of it. You can meet me wherever for <laughs> yeah, like a weekend. For, and I was like, part of thank it. you for inviting your husband to your <laughs> Eat, Pray, Love getaway. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was great. Pray, Love getaway. <laughs> That's another great marketing uh, idea. Start making those packages. That is probably already a business. And also a successful one. That's a, if there's such a thing as a fitness cruise, there's definitely yes. the eat, pray, love getaway. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, complete it comes with, with your own personal like, Javier like, Bardem, low, like low yes, or like low end Jason Momoa. He's like he's kind of <laughs> looks like a Chase. <laughs> this could be perfect. For this you. is what you should do. No, Chase. we should do it. It's like under the Tuscan sun, the experience. And Chase <laughs> is like the handsome guy who works in a field. Chase, you have to learn to make chairs out of wood. I can do that. You don't even have to be good at it. They just yeah. need to witness you sanding yeah. something once, and you're <laughs> fucking locked. Perpetually under construction. We'll buy one made pre-made chair, though. Yeah, Sunny. <laughs> Sunny has rejoined us. Sunny has rejoined us, and he's very excited about the idea of meeting a man like Chase. <laughs> Uh, woman goes she lives in Tuscany in a little cabin she discovers herself she reads and then one day Chase is like oh I'm sorry my horse got loose in your pasture I'll have to go wrangle him and she'll just sit there holding a big cup of tea in two hands and watch him try and whisper to the horse (laughs) (laughs) I think no shh I, th- Come here. I think just Shh. like uh, the it, sun setting behind him, I'm getting aroused now thinking about this. this is that's the that's the premium version of this. There's also the like the amusement park version, which is like yeah. uh, you know the Star Wars experience at Disneyland or yeah. tomorrow. You just go into a space where it's built to look like Tuscany. <laughs> 
<laughs> Every direction you look, it's Tuscany. You I mean, wait. it is right by the airport, but still. <laughs> you, wait, you wait in line the for the experience ride. experience is only disrupted by the fucking jet zipping by. <laughs> you wait in line for the ride. There's an automaton Dude, of Javier, saying, Javier Bardem waving guys, at you. I'm just saying we're in a unique position. We happen to know a lot, like a ridiculously high percentage of guys who have six-pack abs and are looking for alternative income sources. <laughs> I'm just saying we could create a fantasy experience world under the Tuscan sun, the, the experience, just populate it with a bunch of guys all wearing like pirate shirts Katie with like one blonde this. streak in their hair. Katie just made eye contact <laughs> with me and whispered, I'd go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Katie is hiding just outside of the room, so I just have to take right. Armin's word That's for right. it. That's uh, right. Anyway, now that we have a we have we have to work on this business plan, guys. We can't release this episode, man. No, this I is know. this too is too good. Valuable. Trademarked. Yes, trademarked. That's, I think that's the official. We've now trademarked this. No one can touch it. <laughs> there we go. Uh, copywritten and yeah. trademarked. Come get your groove back at the yeah. Tuscan Sun Experience. Eat, <laughs> pray, and love to what until your heart is full <laughs> or whatever. Uh, it's like and, it's like Westworld your, basically. It's like your, Westworld. Yeah, there you go. It's end like your Westworld. sleepless nights in Seattle yeah, yeah. by going to Bali. <laughs> There's a Male version uh, of it just called the cum cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> there we are. Go. That's that's, that's a perfect going full that's circle. That's a good button to end this episode on. It's yeah, a hotel room. <laughs> it's just a hotel room. <laughs> that's what they call hotels. You know what men call hotel rooms? <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> uh, that's good. All right. Let's uh, let's get everyone social media. That's a good this way of ending the experience. Um, I am at Mr. Kyle Bogart on the most sensual uh, and Tuscan Instagram account on the internet. I'm at Cliff Bogart on an always always fat Instagram account on the internet. <laughs> I'm at Chase504 on Instagram. And you can find me at Arm and Hammer TV. Uh, if you're watching this, listening to this, really appreciate all your support throughout the year. It's been a really great year, I think, for all of us. We've yeah. done some really cool stuff. We're probably going to have one more episode this year for sure which will be the star wars episode uh plus whatever ins and outs there don't promise that. that we have to get tickets we first. do have to watch it it'll probably be it something but there's there's definitely going to be just one more episode this year and then we'll see you guys in in uh 2020 2020 yeah. um but also i just started a, a discord channel little server the basically the big group chat of uh there's like 70 people in it right now um and we just talk uh, all things all things mostly mm. crossfit but all things so uh, if you want to get in on that action, you can find a link to that in um, you know the description of this video or um, you know somewhere somewhere on the internet. Look for the description somewhere and find the link to it. Any Thank you so much, everybody. Any description will work. Any link will work. It'll just <laughs> take you there. I promise. I uh, really appreciate it, folks. And oh. signing off from Count Fitula. Blah. Blah. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Uh, Later. Bleep.